Three, two, one, here we go. Rain Man's Take Podcast. Observations on the world we live in. My take on current events and other topics of interest. Also, interviews with some really cool people. So let's get the conversation going. Hey everybody, it's the Rain Man. Just want to give a quick shout out to everybody watching. Thank you very much. I know you're going to find this next raindrop thought-provoking. I feel very strongly about these subjects and I know you do too. So go ahead and hit the like button and subscribe. That way we can continue bringing you great content in the future. So thanks again for being a part of Rain Man's Take and enjoy this raindrop. Hey everybody, it's the Rain Man with another raindrop for you this week. I wanted to give you my take on a video I watched earlier in the week from, uh, from Joe Rogan's Instagram account. It's a less than two minute video and in it, um, Joe is discussing uh, his concerns about the slippery slope of government overreach, particularly as it pertains to the recent uh, vaccine mandates that have come down from the Biden administration. And so, um, in the clip, he is he's warning Americans not to give up too much of our freedom. And he is concerned because in light of those, uh, those mandates that are coming down, he sees that happening more and more in today's world. And, um, you know, I, I like, I like Rogan because of his libertarian views, his views on freedom. And it's a very poignant video that I would highly recommend you watch. He's looking for the truth and he's calling out abuses when he sees them. And for that, the system has been trying to silence him for a long time. And I use that as an example, when he first went over to Spotify, um, as soon as he got there, there were several woke employees from Spotify that wanted to get him, uh, get him taken off the platform. And thankfully that movement failed um, because because in my view, we need people like Joe Rogan, whose opinions run counter to what the, uh, what the establishment narrative is out there. And I think that that's very healthy for, uh, for the conversation, especially in light of how controversial many of these uh, government policies are as they relate to, uh, to COVID and the vaccines. And I'll just yeah, give a quick quote here. I'm describing the, uh, the, the video, and this is from uh, John Blistein from the Rolling Stone magazine. He wrote an article shortly after the video came out, which he said, the video was created by an account called Samuel Rivera Films, and Rogan reposted it on his Instagram page on Monday the 27th. The clip features audio from a recent episode of the Joe Rogan Experience in which the host rails against potential dangers of vaccine mandates and creeping authoritarianism. And... Um, Quite honestly, I agree with Rogan. Everything he said in that short video, I highly recommend you take a look at it and make your own uh, make your own opinions from it. Um, what I wanted to just touch on briefly today um, regarding that video, a couple things. One, uh, I love the fact that he does not care about the woke reaction to his opinions. He just keeps on going, and um, I find that very refreshing. Two, uh, he's against the vaccine mandate 
because it's overreach and it's a stepping stone for total control from the government. And that begs the question in my mind, and that is, um, why is the government pushing vaccinations as hard as they are? And then three, I want to give a couple of similarities that I see with our current government and the rise of the Nazi party in Germany in 1933. Although he doesn't come right out and say it, the video um, leads you to believe that uh, if America continues down this path in terms of government overreach and taking more and more control over our lives, that the uh, implication is that we could end up like Nazi Germany. And so I do think there are some similarities there, and I'll touch on those in a second. So I love the fact that Rogan doesn't care what the woke trolls out there think about his, uh, his opinions. Um, I believe he actually once said that uh, he doesn't even read any of the comments and he doesn't give a shit about what uh, people say about his show. So I think that that's super refreshing in this world today. It's nice because he's in a powerful enough position uh, that he doesn't really have to worry about what the, what the, what the woke reactions are to his to his opinions and i say that because um like i mentioned earlier i think he's got something like 13 million followers both on instagram and all the other social media outlets so um he's definitely uh got the gravitas to uh to to continue um speaking his mind which i think is super refreshing and the woke idiots at spotify who tried to get him removed when they first went over there uh i think it's just because he just makes too much money as i mentioned earlier so right after his, uh, his video went out a couple of days ago, John Blistein at Rolling Stone magazine uh, tried trolling him with a lame article against the video. I found the article to be basically just feigned outrage over Rogan equating the forcing of vaccination by the government as a slippery slope to Nazi-style uh, totalitarianism. Other journalists have taken pot shots at Rogan in the past. Um, a couple months ago, he was touting the drug ivermectin as uh, part of the regimen that he used to recover from COVID when he caught it. And, you know, in those, in those trolling articles and in those um, reactions and comments to that particular video, um, they would come out and describe it as, uh, you know, he's basically promoting horse dewormer, um, which is basically the left's way of denigrating anyone who, uh, who talks about the efficacy of that drug, uh, ivermectin. And, um, you know, that's a huge controversy right now, but the bottom line is, is there are many examples out there of that drug helping people recover from COVID. So, um, he's no stranger to, to the left, uh, and the, the woke trolls out there trying to uh, silence his opinions. Um, I don't think that this obvious hit piece is going to discredit Rogan in any way um, because Rolling Stone has fallen a long way from, from where they were when they first started and how edgy they used to be and how against the establishment that, that magazine used to be. I mean, right now, um, Rolling Stone is basically just like all the other news outlets out there. It's just a propaganda arm for uh, for the government and the system that, uh, as Joe Biden says, wants to uh, wants a goal of ninety eight percent of the population vaccinated. The second point I wanted to make was um, I agree with with Rogan that. Um, that this vaccine mandate is an overreach and it is a stepping stone for total control, um, and and I guess. What comes to mind is why does Biden want 98% of the, of the population uh, vaccinated? Why are they pushing that so hard? 
We know that the government has lied and manipulated the data so much on COVID. It's no wonder a large segment of the population doesn't believe them. There are many, many doctors and scientists who have stood up against the government's handling of this pandemic. And right now there's a very legitimate debate about the efficacy of the vaccines versus natural, natural immunity, which is um, people who have had COVID and recovered from it. If you've had it and recovered, do you actually need the vaccine? And that comes into play because right now what we're seeing in New York City and across the country is they're firing uh, healthcare workers and first responders and many other people who uh, have refused to take the vaccine for whatever reason. So I just want to bring up a, a couple of statistics that kind of talks about the actual number of people out there that, that may have natural immunity because they've had COVID and recovered from it. And I take, this, I take these statistics from an article uh, from the website statista.com um, authored by John Elfling. Um, the title of the, of the article is COVID-19 cases, recoveries, deaths in most impacted countries as of September 27, 2021. So in this article, um, some of the statistics that they give are uh, in the last 21 months, the total infections in the United States was 43,750,983. As of today, the uh, population in the United States is 333,416,37. Um, and so if you take the total number of infected uh, within the population of the United States, that's roughly 13% uh, of the population has had uh, COVID. And of that 13%, um, 33,186,261 people have had COVID and recovered. Now, that's a pretty large swath of the population that has natural immunity. The total number of people that currently have active COVID infections is 9,858,405. Um, so if you take the total deaths currently, which is 706,317, you divide that by the population of the United States, uh, the death toll or the death rate from COVID is uh, 0.2%. So it's less than 1% of the population. And, and yet the government is destroying the lives of those that don't want the vaccine. So think about that for a minute. You almost get the sense that the government doesn't want to get rid of COVID and that they're fear mongering uh, about not getting the vaccine to keep it front and center in everybody's mind. And my personal take on why I think that is, uh, take California as a perfect example. Mail-in ballots now are permanently mandated for all future elections. That never could have happened in a non-COVID world. Why the desire for total control over the entire population with vaccines? Get vaccinated or lose your ability to provide for yourself and your family. Total control is the end state in my view. You have to ask yourself, why are so many healthcare workers refusing the vaccine? Um, all the people that I know that are in healthcare have been vaccinated. However, there are a lot of people out there who are just as smart as they are who are refusing to take it. So you have to ask yourself, why is that? If vaccine efficacy and natural immunity are so similar, why the insane push for 98% vaccination rate, as we just mentioned, the, the, the large number of people who have natural immunity from having COVID and recovered from it? My take is that the government wants total control over all aspects of our lives. And this is just part of that mission. Um, as Dennis Prager always says, the bigger the government, the smaller the individual. 
citizen. And then finally, I just want to touch on a couple of similarities that I see between um, the direction that our current uh, administration is going and 1930s Germany looked like that brought about the rise of the of the Nazi party or the National Socialists. First one is unofficial goon squad violence and destruction to anyone who disagrees with the current uh, with the current narrative. The Democrats have never condemned uh, what Antifa did throughout last year. Mostly they try to ignore it. And in my view, that silence is consent because it's, because it helps promote their narrative and that the similarity is the gangs of brown shirts that would patrol the streets in 1930s Germany beating up um, political opposition parties. Number two, censorship. And this one uh, is the most dangerous in my view. It's the, basically the modern version of book burning. Again, anything that is counter to the official narrative is banned, censored, destroyed. Three, cradle the grave social safety nets. And this is exactly what happened to, um, to the population in, in Germany in the 30s. A coddled citizenry is easily controlled. Give them all they need to survive in return for total loyalty and submission. And you're starting to see a little bit of that creeping into, uh, into our, our society today. For the demonization and dehumanization of a large swath of our population through fear and propaganda. If they don't go along, or if you have different views other than what the, what the official narrative is, then you need to be destroyed. And you're seeing that a lot with this whole woke, um, this whole woke culture, and they're going after opinions that, um, that run counter to the, to the official narrative. Uh, and I could go on and on. There are several other uh, glaring similarities that I see so that's it. Just wanted to give my take on on that uh, that two minute video from Joe Rogan. I highly recommend go onto his Instagram account and check it out. It's really uh, thought provoking. Um, listen to it and then kind of uh, you know make your own opinions about about how you feel um, about his uh, his assessment of where we are in today's current uh, current environment. So with that being said, uh, thanks very much for tuning in. Uh, if you're in the military, the police departments, fire departments, or first responders, if that's you out there, thank you very much for your service. Stay safe. This is The Rain Man. Thanks for watching. Take care. Thanks for watching Rain Man's Take, observations on the world we live in. If you like the content, don't forget to hit the subscribe button below. You can also follow Rain Man's Take on Instagram at Rain Man's Take. Also, check out our website at www.rainmanstakepodcast.com and send your comments to rainmanstake at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for future podcasts, which will be coming out every Thursday at 5 p.m. West Coast time.